So this episode of Divorce Court, we're just going to start with no, no, and no just for her because she was like, I feel like she's like an undeveloped gold digger. Like she just hasn't reached her full potential in her gold diggeriness because she was like, I don't know why he's telling me no. I don't like the word no. Like that doesn't make any sense. But I do love how she said um, her mom said, save your money, spend his. I was like, what? I'm kind of about that, though. Like no shame in that. But it's like not not to the level at which you throw temper tantrums in a store because you can't get a Pandora uh, bracelet. I'm not on that level. But I do think that that's mm financially could not afford it too like I don't know what she thought a forklift driver was making and you're a barista okay let's get serious now and social media totally dictating these people's relationships and I think it's so crazy you know what I like realize I'm like oh my gosh the dude's 24 I'm like oh my gosh we're like the same age and it's like this is what she when she went into that rant on the end part I'm like oh my god is this is this the future is this is this the millennial generation with like the broken family like is this what we're coming to like high divorce rates everybody losing relationships over social media because mommy and daddy were never together in the first place (sighs) shame and I don't understand why people think that you can control what other people post on your social media like I can't I don't go to Becky and tell Becky to post crazy things on my social media I don't go to Darren and tell him to post crazy things on my social media so I don't understand all these women getting bent out of shape about guys getting these things posted on their social media sites or girls having all the, and guys getting upset over girls having these guys tell them they're beautiful it's like I can't control what somebody writes and if I really went through and deleted every single fucking message I got from somebody that like they are upset about because they called me beautiful like I why can't I have that like why can't somebody call me beautiful I am beautiful you think I'm beautiful you're with me because I'm beautiful moving on you know let's move past this anytime that somebody's breaking your stuff we're back to this again anytime somebody breaks your stuff I don't think you should be with them especially when they're willingly breaking your phones you know, especially in the social media area era. And when phones cost a lot of money, can you just imagine if every week somebody just came up to you and was breaking your iPhone X or your Android, whatever Android people have, you know, like if every week that was just happening, like that's just like every week it's like a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars. And you're really still going to stay with that person. That person is going to it's just like basically you broke you're broke by being with this person that guy was so right being with that woman would be hell she is crazy she makes no sense she's like fast to the trigger she's angry she's just like i don't even know what's going on with her because it's like it's not even like you're angry it's like you just want to find things to be upset about like she is like the definition of like like she's in a relationship with him but i'd still say she's stalking him i'm still like girl calm down take it down a few notches and the temper thing like the temper is really serious just with the broken stuff that's where I'm I I, I'm on I was like I love how you want it now but you don't got it you can't spend it if you got it she's like if you got it spend it but if you want it save for it you say you're saving all your money why don't you buy yourself that Pandora ring you know let's 
Let's get serious. And I love how she broke the stuff that he bought her because she caught him in a lie. I would not break the stuff that somebody buys me. I would say bye-bye to you and keep my stuff. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm going to tear up a weave. I'm going to... Like, she's tearing up stuff like, um, you can use this stuff. You wanted these things. How is tearing up your own stuff hurtful to him? If anything, you know, I'd rather you... This is bad to say this, but I'm being, let's be real here. I'd rather you beat him up and keep the stuff in pristine condition. Walk away from him. You, it's like you're on a come up. You're going to break your own stuff and stay with your busted man who lies to you. No, thank you. I'll take the diamonds every time. Give me the diamonds. Give me the diamonds. Give me the diamonds. It's not even a question. This is what I'm doing. But I still, best quote still, I'm telling you, living with her, life with her would be hell. I'm just like, yes, yes, it would. Ugh. Anyways, ugh, the profession of love was trash, complete and other trash. It was just so, so sad. It was like, so you guys were just together for five years, five long years and you still don't trust each trust each other. You shouldn't. You shouldn't still be together. I don't even know why you are together. Five years, no trust. You should have left five long years ago. Ugh. And I love how she mentioned. We're gonna go into this deeper after I, I get to the questions because I already said we're gonna do that. We're gonna do it. Thirty days. I loved that whole entire speech that she gave about the thirty days. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Okay into these questions now would you marry your partner if they got destructive when angry no no as we already established in my previous statements before we got to this question no it makes no sense why you are allowing somebody to be in your life who's supposed to love you he's supposed to care about you and i'm not saying that those people don't ever hurt you in certain ways and may not and might accidentally break some of your shit but but to be purposely destructive is mm, no thank you so that's a quick easy and a very hard no second question how would you feel if your partner tracked your location a smothered b creeped out c flattered d suspicious so this is kind of like a weird question for me um so i wouldn't say that it would make me feel smothered if they tracked my location i don't think i would feel creeped out or flattered or suspicious like none of those things actually come to mind um I, it's kind of just like a whatever thing to me and before you're like how is this a whatever thing in the relationship i'm in right now I have access to his location and he has access to mine. I still call him and ask him where he is rather than tracking him like 99% of the time. You know, like for a while he had to remind me like, you know, you could just track me, right? So I feel a little bit differently about it. I just recently shared my location with him probably about a month ago. So he has access to my location at all the time, at all times that I've had access for his, to his location for about a few months now. Um, so I feel a little bit differently about it. I don't even know how this is like 
the thing. I don't know how we ended up in this situation. I think one day he just shared his location with me or we just started sharing our location with each other. But I always do mine for like when I share my location with people, it's always for like an hour or for the rest of the day, you know? So I kept doing days and then um, he had been sharing his location. I do remember this part of it. He had been sharing his location with me for a really long time, but I think it's just because he forgot to turn it off. And so finally I was like, okay, I'm going to share my location. Then he turns his location off. So then we did this back and forth thing for a while. And now we both have our locations turned on. So I feel a little bit differently about it. Um, I don't think that he's like trying to track me or like smother me. He doesn't really creep me out. I thought it was creepier that he shared his location with me and I didn't share my location with him. Like I thought that was like, like the, the creepiest, not even creepy. That's like the wrong word. But like, I think it was in a way it's like it was flattering, but it was also just really, really weird. It wasn't creepy. It was just weird. It was just like, why are you doing this? This doesn't make any sense. But I honestly think he just forgot that he was sharing it with me. But that's just how I that's how I feel about it. I don't feel like I have a strong I think the only problem I have when your partner is tracking your location is if and only if you are not in a in a relationship where you trust each other and you guys don't have the ability to communicate when somebody is using your location as a way to like um i don't know just like do negative things to your to the relationship like as an as a way to feel no when they use it as a way to feel secure in the relationship that's when i have a problem with the tracking of your location when you're in a relationship because my phone can be anywhere my phone cannot be with me and that's what you're tracking you're not really keeping track of me and if you trusted me and you loved me and you cared about me and number one wanted to fucking get married to me i don't think that you would need to track me or i would hope you wouldn't need to track me but i also think that there's also really good pros to it when you're in a really good healthy relationship i think it's wonderful to be able to just like instead of you know those calls you make throughout the day looking for your partner just to be like hey hon when are you getting home or like hey i just got off work i'm on my way you know like when you guys make plans or just something or when you want to just like let them know what's going on just like it's it's the way to check in without actually checking in you know and then maybe my maybe later you might ask like, oh, what were you doing at such and such? But it's not in like, it's like a, it's just like, oh. And it's just a great way to also be like, oh my gosh, you they, they said they were going to be home at this time. And then, you know, you track them, you find out wherever it is that they are. You find out they're on their way. You find them, they're still wherever it is that they were. But I think it's really good, especially in the day and age of just like for safety. I think it's really awesome. I think that part I really, really like about it too. And I think that it can be used for good, but oftentimes everything on social media is used for evil, which brings us into the 30 days that she talked about. I loved it. She was like, if you can't go 30 days without something, you have a problem. And I just want to say that that, oh my gosh, yes, I do think that's true. But also I think, you know, there's tons of people who can go 30 days without something you know, if they have an addiction or something like that and then be back on it. They, there are people that can go years without, you know, indulging in their addiction and then all of a sudden they're indulging in their addiction again, you know? So, I, but I do like that idea. It's like when you, when you can't do that. I love how that guy was like, I'll try, but it's like, 
Why are we so attached to our phones? Why are we living through them? And I love her comment about the fact that we're we're millennials, at least, are trying to build a relationship in two worlds all at the same time, a two-dimensional one and a three-dimensional one. And I thought that was like, whoa, like how is social media affecting millennial relationships and like are we being raised to be able to have long-term successful relationships because I don't I want to say that in some aspects I think in most aspects we're not and I think the few lucky people who do get to see people in a healthy relationship are few and far between nowadays and because we want so much to be in relationships like have all of that like loving stuff like all this stuff about like oh I hate you I have no friends blah 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 all that distancing we do um it's actually really it's like when you think about it we're saying all of that but in actuality we still want all all that comes along with having relationships with people it's you know it's how friends with benefits became a thing in my opinion because people want all the benefits but they don't want to deal with the actual harder stuff of being in a relationship they don't want to deal with the fact that you have to communicate about everything your life is not your life anymore it becomes an our life you don't just get to make decisions on a whim you have to make decisions with another person you have to consult and that's like a really it's a really scary thing because all of a sudden you don't have all the power all of a sudden you're vulnerable and stuff and it's it's scary but it's also so beautiful and so like just amazing like as you grow in a relationship to just see how your conversations change and you can look at like I I can look back on my relationships and realize like wow like with this person we never talked about anything we never talked about anything real we never talked about the future all these things that were just signs that obviously these relationships were not meant to be long-term relationships because in long-term relationships you know you're you you're very much so in a in a weird way and this is going to sound strange you're very much so living in a reality um you know compared to being in relationships that are not um, ones that are going to withstand this test of time because there's there's a little bit of allure and a veneer not a veneer I don't know what word I'm trying to find in my head right now but there's something that like kind of like sheens it or coats it that makes it so it's not necessarily um, the truest reality that you can share with another person um but I'm just I love how she brought that up I also think what was another really cool thing is just like coping and stuff like that and how the chick said she's like I need to she needed to she was like basically a shopaholic I think that that's instead she instead of like dealing with what she was feeling and stuff like that she would just shop it out and I am totally down with that I have definitely done it but becoming a shopaholic is so so dangerous so so dangerous and that's why I try and stay away from it but I think one of the biggest lessons in this episode was about building like we talked about previously building a relationship from the inside out you cannot 
as Judge Lynn said, you cannot fortify a relationship chasing all the free radicals. You know, the relationship is between you and the person you're with. So if your communication is bad and you don't trust them, it doesn't matter how many of those women or men you beat off of them, of your partner. At the end of the day, you're, it's never going to be enough. It's never going to be enough to fill the hole between you guys. You know, because when you're building from the inside out, you know, like, it's like your back and their back is like, bam. And everybody else is just around you. But you have that, that, that part of you is always connected. So you guys are fighting on all fronts all together. And you know that they've got your back. So I thought that was, so I think that's good. The 30 days, I think I want to try something. I want to like pick something and see if I can go 30 days without it. Um, I wonder what that will be. I will get back to you on that if I actually ever do um, try it. Um, I think that we millennials really need to think about our relationships and how um, we deal in them. You know, like, think about like, you look at younger generations, they don't look people in the eye, you know, something like that simple. And also think about like when you look at old movies, like the relationships people have, the way people talk um, and the way people hear. I think one of the things that social media has allowed us to do, because so many people say so much crazy stuff, it's allowed us not to listen, you know, and and only to be ready to speak and not to listen I think for some people maybe it slows it down because then you can look at it and reread and reread but it also has put out like just so many people putting out like just like you're just like oh my god this is so dumb why are you saying this you know what I mean there's a lot more stupidity that you have to like get through to get to the good stuff to have the good conversations and I think because of that you know I think we as millennials sometimes some of us struggle to communicate and the only way we can communicate is by saying what we feel whatever that is through social media instead of dealing in our realities and talking directly to who we have our emotion towards and I think that's going to basically lead to a bunch of us in therapy just having crying sessions about how mommy didn't love us enough and you know why didn't Billy like my one text message why did my mom become my friend on Facebook like just on these crazy things that like how is that so important like I remember on MySpace dating myself I know but I remember being on MySpace and like whoever you know you put you had your top and then like it was like a big deal oh my gosh do you know you're not like her number one anymore this person is and you're not on so-and-so's top like that's like the kinds of things that I think are going to end up basically putting people in therapy you know like and I didn't get enough likes and then people are just and then people just stop going outside one of the best okay about to be done with this but um one of i can't even remember what this movie was i think it was no it's surrogate with freaking i think it's bruce willis or something like that where the people basically never go outside they just have these surrogate robot bodies that go outside like they physically don't ever go outside they like get out of one bed and go to the next bed that's crazy it's like borderline wally Anyways, I will see you tomorrow.